0: Hey guys, it's Adam from uh, Casper Dog Training, and we're on episode two of the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for following, uh, circulating uh, this around, and i um, really excited to do this for all of you. Given the current climate of what's going on right now with the uh, coronavirus, people self-quarantining uh, and, and social distancing, it's a really great time to do some of this stuff. Uh, and... Refocus on some of your dog training goals, and this is a big one. Um, I asked on on my personal Facebook page for questions, and uh, one of my uh, one of my old friends uh, from from high school actually posted a great question. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep her name out of it, but um, she knows who she is. She's she's got a beautiful Rottweiler dog, and uh, we've spoken on the phone before, so. Here's one scenario that uh, can fit. Her dog barks like crazy uh, at the sight of another dog or person walking by their their house. And she'll bang into the window and and really, like, you, you try and pull her away. And it's just a massive dog that just, you know, wants to do her job and protect her family. But then again, you know, we didn't ask for this job and we don't want the dog to hurt herself. So... Um, I have something for this and really it's, it's the beginning of majority of the the training I do, uh, specifically with, with puppies, but it's applicable for any dog at any time. Um, I discovered very early on that if you have a dog that has no impulse control, basically you have no, uh, no bearing on obedience whatsoever. Um, you can get your dog to sit and down and stay, but if they're only going to do it for a split second. And break and you're not going to reinforce anything uh your dog has no impulse control but you know you could use some help too so a command i use a lot is called leave it and a lot of dog trainers will use leave it as just hey dog don't touch that ignore it and and that is what i mean by this but i actually redirect it a little bit further into eye contact so leave it means check in with my eyes look at me and I'm going to teach you how to look, have your dog look, at, look in your eyes longer. And by longer, I mean starting off three to five seconds, just enough so that friend that I have from high school and her Rottweiler barking at the window, out the window at a kid riding a bike down the street or the UPS guy showing up, the dog can bark and then we can say to that dog, all right, Susie, leave it, down, stay. And the dog will comply with that. But the dog will realize that leave it means something great happens. So, this goes back to positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement, anytime the dog does something we like, we reward them. So, how do we get to that scenario? Um, It's a very common one. Uh, I tell a story with my clients. My dog, who's uh, very prey driven, over the summer went outside with a cup of coffee, looking at my phone, and she noticed a deer uh, in the neighbor's backyard. She springs over the fence, like it's not even there and, uh, goes after the deer. Well, as she's on her way and she's basically launched over the fence, I say, Allie, leave it, come. Well, leave it is the segment of, Hey, disregard that thing. Pay attention to me. Something good's about to happen. The next command was redirecting to come to me. And then when she shows up, that's when the reward happens. We're not quite there yet. So what I want you all to do is for practicing this, get some training treats. Think about the size of your pinky. The average size of the, uh, the treat's going to be about the size of a pea. We don't need much, not even for a really large Rottweiler or my dog, which is a shepherd kind of dog. What we're, what we're aiming for there is we can give lots of treats. We can repeat this lots of times, but we don't have to do for a long duration I want these very short. And I also want to pair this with some kind of play. So the way it's gonna work is we'll play with our dog, get the dog excited for fetch or for a game of tug or chasing after a squeaker toy. But in the middle of it, we're gonna have the dog pause, sit, we'll say leave it. The goal is the dog will look into our eyes for three to five seconds, they'll get rewarded, We'll do it another one or two times, and then we'll go right back into play again. And then we'll repeat it at the back end. The idea being is we get the dog's brain excited, then calm, then excited, then calm again. We're actually teaching them how to regulate their excitement so it doesn't go beyond that red zone. So where they basically don't hear or see anything other than the thing that's distracting them. This will need to be done in your home in a very quiet environment without much going on. So what you're need is those treats that are gonna be the size of, size of a pea. Um, you need you're going need your dog and nothing else. So uh, to teach your dog, leave it, you're gonna have your dog sit, which hopefully your dog already knows sit. You have your dog directly in front of you. Say, in my case, my dog's name is Allie. I'll say, Allie, sit, dog sits. Hold the treat. In your, in your hand, in a flat open hand, and put it at, at your belt buckle level or belly button level. So this way your dog is sitting and their nose is basically right at the end of your hand where they could just reach out and steal the treat. However, you're not gonna let that happen. When you say, dog's name, leave it, and they lunge forward or they try and steal it, they try and scavenge the food, You close your hand, you say, uh uh, leave it. And they sit back down. So initially there's a little bit of a dance of them trying to steal it, you closing your hand, them getting frustrated. Now, as you do this, opening your hand again when the dog resets themselves, tell them, you know, dog's name, leave it. Stare at their eyes while they're doing this. When they look at you, as soon as they look at you, that very split second, we need to mark that. And by marking that, I mean, the dog looks in your eyes for a split second. You go, yes. And as soon as you say that, the dog figures out, whoa, hold on, something happened here. You want them to re-engage and look in your eyes again. So say, you say yes, they look up at you, and then you dump the treat in their mouth. They've made the connection now that to release the treat from your hand and to do it with some version of patience, and some version of impulse control, they need to look in your eyes first, then they get rewarded. Literally, that's a split second. The first couple of treats were are almost freebies, but the criteria, the rules of the game are, I'm holding it, the treat in a flat open hand at about my belly button level. Dog tries to take it. I close my hand. I say, uh-uh, leave it. The dog resets and sits down. I open my hand again. I say, dog's name, leave it. They look in my eyes. Yes, they get a treat. So... Initially, the goal is just look at us. If you do this five times in a row, and the dog glances in your eyes, glances in your eyes, they get five treats. So they start figuring out, hey, this is a good game to play. What we want to do from there is get the dog to look at you just a little bit longer. So I start off with three seconds, no matter the age of the dog. Some circumstances with a very high-energy dog, very highly distracted dog, I might use two seconds. But let's just go with three for now. get the dog to stare at you for three seconds an honest three seconds and you say in your head three mississippi two mississippi all the way down to zero then reward the dog as they're staring at you you will see that respiration shift in the dog and how you'll observe that is you'll look down the dog you literally you're looking past their nose past their eyes past their head down almost by their tail, where their haunches are. So where their hips meet their abdomen. You can see the side soft part of their body. As they're panting, their breath is breathing in and out. You see it rapidly moving in and out. When you do leave it for three to five seconds, you will see it slow, slightly. Some dogs are different than others and will calm down faster. But watch your dog. They may actually even hold their breath for a second or seem like they're holding their breath. This is a really good sign. It means they are focused on not the other stimuli, not the game, not the play, not the treat. It's you at that point that they're looking at. So as they're looking at it, a chemical starts to flood their brain, which is pretty interesting, a chemical called oxytocin. Oxytocin is the same chemical that gets flooded into a newborn mother's brain when they're staring at their, their infant uh, baby and they're nursing for the first couple of times. It's nature's way of saying these two beings are connected. Um, this is how you feel good and make a, a, a person-to-person bond. Well, it actually does jump species. And uh, you know I welcome any of you to go ahead and Google this. Um, you can Google dogs in fMRI machines or does my dog love me? You can look at that, and there is an actual um, university study from animal behaviorists that proved that the same um, uh, centers in the limbic system in the brain are flooded with oxytocin when a dog looks at their owner versus looking at, let's say, a janitor or the technician that's running the fMRI machine. Um, and they literally could see these, these uh, sensors, uh, their, their, their uh, sectors in the brain light up. When uh, the dog was experiencing that connection, and oxytocin was present. So, really, I mean, when you're in love, you can't—you don't really feel a lot of anxiety or, or, or fear or uh, crazy excitement. Um, it tends to be more warm and calm, and that's the goal. And I know that's a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a detour from what we're talking about here, but it, it's right in line with everything. The goal is to get your dog to look at you in a non-distracting environment, and calm themselves for five seconds. That's your goal for a week. Um, doing this for 10 treats that are the size of the pea for three to five seconds each, we're not even talking minutes out of the day. So you can spare a couple minutes to do this. Do it during normal treat time. Do it right around meal times, breakfast or dinner, while the dog's hungry. Get the dog to focus on you for a couple seconds, and then Reward them. Um, the longer term is using uh, Leave It and a f- food lure, plus maybe pointing to your eyes and getting them to do something else. Um, in the case of my, my friend's uh, Rottweiler that's charging at the window, uh, my dog does the same thing with UPS drivers and Amazon and pizza delivery guys and such. She lunges at the window I'll say, Allie, leave it down and she'll lay down on her, on her beds. And when she lays down on her beds, I tell her, good girl. I tell her to stay. Then I go and collect the package or, uh, you know, get my uh, food delivery. And as soon as I close the door, I look at her, I say, good girl, free. And you can do whatever you want. So this is something that we can start building on. And I, I will do a little deeper dive into some of this on a following podcast, but you know, we're already running up uh, over 12 minutes. and I want to keep this a little bit shorter. but this is a very, very um, intense way of training um, by being not intense. Uh, the, the goal is is that you know get your dog to comply by just forgetting about that other thing that excited them in the first place. And um, my hope for most of my clients' dogs is and for your dogs are, is get your dog hooked on the idea of staring at your eyes and becoming calm. Um, like how people get almost addicted to uh, working out at the gym or going to yoga or doing uh, meditation or TM or um, acupuncture or whatever. These are great methods to calm yourself down and reduce stress and anxiety. And um, you know, really, when you're at that level of excitement, if you're a dog, it almost seems to me like it would be uncomfortable. So it, it makes a lot of sense to have your dog calm yourself. But we need to start somewhere, and this is where we start. So I'm just going to review one last time. Um, the rules of this game are patience for both human and canine. You want the dog's focus, and anytime they are making eye contact with you initially, during that three-second span if they're just glancing at you initially and then looking away, reward them for that one glance. As soon as they look at you, the reward, you'll never get the treat to their mouth fast enough. But you will go, yes, good job. Get them inspired to look at you. Anytime they're looking at you, if you're excited that you're looking back at them, they can reciprocate. They'll hold the gaze longer. And then that hope of the, the flood of, of oxytocin can take place after a few seconds. Also, your goal is to get the respiration down. So, you know, I think at this point, you have some sort of redirection. You have some sort of focus on you. And, and we build this to a couple of seconds, averaging somewhere around five seconds. And the reality behind that scenario is usually the dog responding to your neighbor walking your dog, walking their dog across the street that gets your dog excited. If I just say, dog's name, leave it down, and the dog lays down, or dog looks at me and runs over to me and sits, fantastic. Let them do that. But all we need is about five seconds for the dog and the other person to walk out of your property line, and your dog will forget about it anyway. Some dogs need a little more time than that, a little more more cool-down time. Now, I mean... A Rottweiler, you know, great family dog, also great protection dog, great working dog. Um, I can relate. I have a Belgian Malinois mix. Um, we think the other part of the mix is boxer. So you have two different time, uh, times the uh, craziness that goes on. But I'm telling you guys it's possible. So stick with this. Give it a try. Um, give me some feedback if you'd like. You know, you can give me comments. Uh, maybe even shoot me an email at Adam at casperdogtraining.com and uh, you know, I'd be happy to hear it. You can hit me up on social media. Um, but uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm going to address some of the other issues that uh, my friend from high school has on there too. Um, but a lot of this stuff, this is where we start. We start with leave it, start with impulse control. And I think we all can agree that if, you're, if your dog can control their impulses and not just blindly react to stimuli, they can react and then turn to you and go what's the answer mom dad what do i do your life is exponentially better so with that um thank you for listening i really really appreciate you tuning in and uh hopefully i'll hear from you all soon and uh, if you think can think of anybody that can gen- uh, can benefit from this please pass the information on for the podcast um i also do in in-home personal training um so you can find that on my webpage which is www.casperdogtraining.com any questions give me uh give me an email and um you know hope all's well take care stay safe stay healthy and you'll i'll talk to you all soon